Does it feel like the only way to sell is to do weird, sometimes creepy things that kind of put people off? Yeah, I've been there, which is exactly why I created Stay Close to the Money, a free resource that offers you 37 stupid easy ways to grow your revenue without being salesy, sleazy, or questionably moral. This free guide is available on my website and in the links in the show notes. So make sure you go download it so that you can start making more money today. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Strategy Snacks. I'm Frenchie Forenzi, and today we are going to be talking about doing your goodest work. Um, Now, goodest is not a real word. I know that. Um, But... I like to think of this topic as the antidote, antithesis of perfectionism. So I'm a recovering perfectionist. I'm still a perfectionist in some areas of my life. I've gotten better at letting go of it in other areas. And I would say my perfectionism ebbs and flows all over the place. Um, And a lot of my clients are also perfectionists. I think that um, there's a real correlation between perfectionism and entrepreneurship, right? We think that in order to grow, in order to be successful, we need to get things perfect. Um, And while I do think that there is a real emphasis on quality that's tied to growth, um, perfect and quality are not mutually exclusive, right? You can have really, really good stuff that's not totally perfect because I would argue that perfect doesn't really exist, right? Because one, perfect is subjective, and two, it's kind of just impossible to have any level of perfection. Um, I think excellence is a really good thing to strive for. Um, But today, for today's topic, I don't want to get too lost in kind of the why perfectionism exists. I want to really focus on why perfectionism is bad for business. And when I say bad for business, I mean it in primarily a financial sense. Perfectionism is really freaking expensive. And I know that perfectionism is a little bit more of like a psycho-emotional idea. So I don't want to undervalue that or the importance of that work. But I also think that sometimes understanding that perfectionism that you think might be serving you, right? Like a lot of times when we're being perfectionists, we think that we're helping ourselves or others, but actually it's really, it could be the thing that's slowing down your business growth far more than you realize. So I want to go with an example on this one. So imagine you are selling a $20 product, right? Um, And you, it would take you, let's call it 20 hours to, Create the product. This is it's a digital download ebook. Do the landing page, emails, all that stuff, right? 20 hours altogether, and you would end up with like a really solid $20 product. Okay. So you've worked 20 hours. Let's just say that your hourly rate, if you were to give yourself an hourly rate, would be somewhere around $100 an hour. So your investment is $2,000. Okay. Now imagine so $2,000 your investment which means that you would need to sell 100 of them to recoup your investment, and then you can start making a profit. Obviously, I'm really simplifying this, but just for the sake of this conversation, let's just assume that the only real cost is your time. Um, Now, let's just imagine that you're getting perfectionistic about it. So you end up spending 40 hours on creating it, which means that you have invested $4,000 at your $100 an hour rate in making it come to life. And so that you would then need to sell 200 of them before you start getting a return on the investment. 
I just want to let that sit for a second because essentially what you've done is that you've doubled what it would take to the number of leads that are required for you to start recouping your investment. When that first one, that first 20 hour investment product was most likely good enough to yield those results that you wanted. So when you think about it that way, you start to realize that there is a real value on your time. And a lot of people, when you're working on your P&L or when you're looking at your numbers, will not include your time as a cost, even though your time is usually the biggest cost in your business. And so really understanding that perfectionism is also costly, I think, can real and like really defining that around as the value of your time is a really important thing to realize. And with that, then what you need to do, if you're willing to shift that, right? If you're willing to say, okay, I'm going to step away from perfectionism, but now what? How do I measure? How do I measure what goodest work means to me? The answer is your audience to really understand what do they need? What will they really get value from? Are you getting perfectionistic because you're worried about what other people will think of you? Or are you getting perfectionistic because you think that that is the only way to have an impact on others? If you focus on making sure that whatever you're delivering has the greatest possible impact and benefit to whoever needs it, you will likely get to goodest without needing to focus on perfectionistic. I'm going to talk a lot more about this in different ways as we continue this strategy snacks journey together. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. And in the meantime, just a friendly reminder that small actions and small imperfect actions lead to big results.